On episode 83 of the Intentional Edit podcast, I am joined by Kristen from Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast for a joint interview. This episode is really fun. You are going to find out solutions from us on how to find time throughout your day and come up with the solutions to your daily struggles. We even share our own superpowers that will help you meet your goals and problem solve every solution in your home with weight loss struggles, overwhelm, and more. Hey moms, welcome to the Intentional Edit Podcast. Do you want to stop feeling overwhelmed and finally get your home organized? Do you find yourself up late at night worrying about how you are going to get everything done and not drop the ball? You are wondering where to start and what to do. There is never enough time in the day, the piles of laundry are building up, and it's already time for after-school activities, homework, snacks, and carpool again. I'm Lauren. I, too, want an organized, clean home where my family can make long-lasting memories and be present in the moment. Feeling like there is never enough time to complete all the daily tasks is exhausting. Simplicity all around, a healthy meal on the table at dinner time, and a family that contributes to the chores really is attainable. Stop telling yourself that you have to do it all or it will never get done, or that picky eaters will never allow for a complain-free dinner. In this podcast, you will learn exactly how to declutter, implement systems, and maximize routines that remove the overwhelming, unorganized parts of life, bringing simplicity to your life and home. Come on, it's time to create a life you love. Hey friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast. I am happy to have you here today. This episode is something different that I haven't done very often. And I have a guest on today's show, Kristen, from the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. And she is here with me doing a joint interview. So we did something fun where we asked each other three questions and we both answered those questions. So you will hear us go back and forth and hear what our responses are, how we answer the questions and both of our take on these things because we both enjoy helping you find time throughout the day when you feel scattered and overwhelmed and like there isn't enough time, we want to help you come up with ways to find time, minutes here and there, and find solutions for everyday struggles that are common when you're a busy mom. On her podcast, Kristen shares ways to help moms when they have very little time and she wants to help you find a new version of your mom self that feels comfortable confident strong and healthy and she shares a lot of that on the intentional edit podcast today so i'm happy to have you here and to share our joint interview with you here we are. This is pretty fun. Lauren and I are doing a joint interview. I'm Kristen. I'm the host of the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast. So hi. Right. So let's just have this conversation and be real people, real humans on behind the microphones and just let's just chat. So I love how you said it's not just the physical things. That's so true. <laughs> Even like working adults or as moms or parents, there is so much coming at us constantly and so much that we have to manage. Of course, the physical things are can be a burden in our space and can add stress and overwhelm to our lives. But 
It's also like managing a schedule or if you are a family, all your kids, you're managing your uh, household. Maybe you work, whether it's part-time, full-time. There are so many balls in the air. Keeping those things organized is essential to feeling good and really being able to be in the moment and not constantly feel overwhelmed and stressed out. I, I feel like for me on my end, it's kind of the same thing. Like it was it was very much like I was working and doing all the things and I'm, I had this calling, which is kind of what you said in different words, but you felt pulled to do this and to help people move past the the physical and really just get their lives together and move into this place of peace. And I felt like I had this calling to help women who, you know, we can Google what to eat, how to work out. But when you get beyond the, like, a, B, C, it's all the mental things. It's all the emotional things that are really taking a toll and really just weighing us down physically, literally, metaphorically, all of those different ways. <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes it's like information overload, because like you said, you can Google what to eat. You can Google a workout, but there's so much. It's like, how do you sift through it and really get to the important stuff that will make an impact and stick so that it can be part of your life routine going forward. Oh my gosh. Yes. Identifying the important stuff. Like for you and your, your realm, like if I'm focused so heavily on how to organize my paper clips, but I'm missing the bigger picture, it's not going to happen. If I'm focused so much on the specific macro count or the micro makeup of my food, I'm missing the bigger picture. (laughs) Yes. And I'm sure you have people that come to you and they're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing all these workouts every single day and I've added in a second workout, but the nutrition piece is missing. It's like, you can't just do one thing. It's kind of a package deal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So we put together this list of questions, guys, that we think would be helpful for you. Um, and first off, right off the bat, we want to talk about our top tip to find more time for busy moms. Because both of us have heard, well, I don't have time. I don't have time to organize. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat well. I don't have time to get my life together on any front. So we were going to each share our top tip to find more time or carve out more time throughout the day? So in my industry, I would say the main focus, if you are struggling with time and you feel like you have a lack of time or you're overwhelmed with that to-do list that is so long and it never goes away, establish routines and establish routines that make your day easier. And these routines, think ahead and add things that will save your time later in the week or even the next day. Like an example would be pack lunches the night before or when your kids get home from school, rent out the lunchbox, take care of all of that, stick the ice pack in the freezer and pack that lunch for the next day. So it's not something you have to do in the morning. Same thing goes for like picking out outfits for the week or at least pick out outfits for the next day. So figuring out what you're going to wear or what your kids are going to wear, or that your kids needed a special shirt for an activity or because they're going on a field trip or something and it's in the dirty laundry. You eliminate those struggles when you have good quality routines and systems in your home. So routines are huge. 
Routines can often include like a morning routine, after school, bedtime, evening routine. And one thing that also with these routines, I like for families to have a weekly, you can like, I call it a weekly reset, restock and like a little planning session. It's something you do once a week to just set yourself up for success. It can take as little as 10 minutes, but it lets you know what is going to happen in the week ahead. It gets everyone on the same page and make sure that you have all of the things prepared so that you can have a successful week. So anything with routines will help you feel like you have more time and be more efficient with the time that you have. Nice. When in your coaching sessions, do you help women develop these routines? Yes. Yes. So in the coaching sessions, we identify the biggest struggle or the biggest pain point. And sometimes when you are really in the thick of it and you are in that overwhelm and frustration, a client might come to me and talk about and share some of the things that are going on. And they might think I'm coming because I want to organize pantry, but the reality of it is the routine was lacking. So we might establish the routine and set that up. And then the organization of the physical belongings in the pantry happens. So you really have to identify what the struggle is and then solve the problem. Sometimes it's the decluttering, sometimes it's the physical organization, and sometimes it is setting up those routines and the structure within the systems in your home. What is your top tip for moms? As you're talking, I'm thinking, yes, yes, we got to get all that in order. And then I'm like throwing in in my head. Right. Cause then that's where you meal prep and then that's where you do the, your planning and all the things. And so I guess if you can get your routines in order, that's awesome. And then what I want to say to save time is you just got to simplify it. It's got to be simple. If we are complicating food and we're overthinking it and we're preparing different recipes that have 25 ingredients and we're worried about the snacks and we've got we're trying to hit all of these these different things that we have to do we're way over complicating it and so it's taking brain power it's taking time and it's taking the joy away from eating and what we really want to be working towards as we're trying to fill our best in our bodies and that might mean trying to lose weight it might mean taking the emphasis away from the scale and really just focusing on your health, which is where I hope you would be. Um, but really just trying to simplify it. And so in the simplification, you're going to streamline your groceries. You're going to streamline your meals that you're eating, and it's just going to be a whole lot easier. So I teach women this method, which I call my simple meal method inside the program that I have clients in and it's like 12 weeks. It's a really sweet deal. You learn all sorts of things, but I teach this simple meal method so that it's really easy for you to just eyeball what you need to eat in a way that is going to work for your body, work to lose weight, work to give you health and energy and all of the wonderful things that we're trying to find every day. I think to summarize this, the top tip to find more time is to just break down your meals so that it's so much easier. So just instead of having lasagna for dinner, let's just worry about 
a meat, a noodle, and a veggie. And that might can accomplish all we've got to do. And there's so much more to it whenever it comes to implementation, but it's going to be just easier if we think this portion, this portion, this portion. We want A, B, and C on the plate. And so that's going to look like veggies, a grain, and a meat. Veggies, a grain, and a meat. And when you can kind of just structure every meal after that, then all the extra stuff is just extra and it just kind of falls into line. I love what you are saying and that you started with really simplify. And when I was listening to you explain the process, you're really having your clients break everything down into small manageable steps so that they can have success. It doesn't matter if it's with food or with home organizing or setting up systems or anything. Like we're both saying the same thing. Come up with the small manageable steps, simplify it down to easy, easy tasks so that you can have success and it will last because when you don't simplify, it's too complicated. And then that's when we experience burnout or we give up. Yes, yes, exactly. If you try to do everything, you're going to do nothing. If you try to hit 100%, you're going to be stuck at 0%. So you just got to find your way to take those small steps forward. (laughs) For sure. I completely agree. Okay, so let's go to our niche-specific superpower. So I thought this was kind of funny. Um, obviously, we do what we do because we're, we, we love it and we're good at it. And when you're so deep into your own niche or your own job, your own whatever you want to call it, it's really easy to just get lost in it and, and take for granted the things you do really well. So Lauren, I want you to tell me something you do really well. What is your specific superpower that you have? Shout it out. You make this sound so grand with the whole superpower thing. And I think at like, just in general, as busy moms, it can be common to feel like we're all the tasks and projects and schedules and working out and nutrition and just the events in our lives. So we have these things in our minds we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to keep up. And then the overwhelm sets in with overwhelm. You can feel hopeless or discouraged or frustrated or irritated. And like, it's all too much, or you can't possibly get these things done, or you'll never live up. So is it easier to give up? or give in? Is it easier to not purge or forget about having a clean and orderly house? Or is it possible to simplify, to declutter and get organized with our physical belongings, with our schedules, with our life, with our routines, with just everything that we're talking about today? And I think if we're talking about our superpowers, I'm here to tell you it is and find a a place where you can start. So how you do that is close your eyes, as long as you're not driving, close your eyes and think about your days and where your frustration and overwhelm sets in and then start there. So when you visualize your day and what's happening and when you are the most irritated or the most frustrated, you've just identified one of your biggest pain points, one of your biggest struggles throughout the day. So come up with a solution that solves the problem to end the frustration. And once you have that under control, then you have to do it for 
I say at least two weeks. I would love if you could do it for at least a month, but then you add on the next thing. You do that same exercise again, close your eyes, visualize your day and come up with that you've come up with the next place. So then come up with the routine or the solution to solve that problem. And you can move through your day and your life and the things that you want to incorporate in your life or maybe eliminate things that you're doing too much of and add in things that you're not doing enough of. Once you break it down to what's causing you to be irritated and frustrated, you can zone in on that specific solution. And that's kind of what we talked about earlier with really simplifying that will end all of those frustrations and all those times where you're really irritated and frustrated and feel overwhelmed and feel like you can't do anything else. And it will make your life easier. So so specifically for me, I feel like my superpower is helping people identify the struggle and coming up with a solution. So problem solving that solution to make a plan to go forward, to solve these problems easier and like using your word to just simplify. Nice. Okay. I love your take on this because it was really different than mine. <laughs> okay. This will be fun. I, I like that. That's awesome. Yes. And so- and you have a 14-year-old daughter. I have all these little kids who run around in capes and masks all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That kind of sounds more fun. <laughs> no, but I think you just really told everybody how to get real and find a superpower. Like you just stop what you're doing, figure out what's going wrong and fix it. Like you made it sound so dang easy. Like it doesn't have to be something we stress about and worry about. Just stop a solution. Don't find another problem. Just find a solution. Um, what your, you thought about for your superpower. Okay, well, I'm embarrassed. Not as good as yours. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I had a conversation with somebody recently where I was like, I can take 10 minutes out of the day and I can work out and be dripping sweat in 10 minutes. And she was like, you got to be kidding me. What do you even do? And I was like, I don't know. I just like do this. I just can do it. I can just take 10 minutes and get a workout in and be done. Call it good. I can have my kids around. I, it doesn't matter. And she was like, you got to talk about that more. And you got to teach us how to do that. <laughs> I was like, huh. I guess that's one of those things that I take for granted. Like, I just know how to do it. So that's kind of what I felt like, well, maybe that is my superpower. And so then from that stemmed this whole series I've done all summer where I'm like trying my hardest to help moms on Mondays. I call it my Monday movement series. Tried to help moms figure out how to get exercise in in 10 or 15 minutes. Like I tried to walk them through what I do. So I've, I I don't know. I felt like that was my superpower. And so like how I'm trying to transfer that power to other people, other moms or listeners is I I just try to teach by example, I guess, like, here's what I did. Here's what you can do. And so really right now. So if you're listening, you don't feel like you have to go chase down those episodes. Although I'd love if you listened, um, what you can do is just try to increase the intensity and don't stop. Set your timer and don't give up. If the baby's crying, it's only 10 minutes. If you're 
toddler is melting down because she can't find her undies. It's only 10 minutes. Just get it done and work really hard and get it over with. And so it doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. It doesn't have to be at nine o'clock. It doesn't have to be whenever. Like you can find this 10 minute pocket anywhere in your day and you can make it happen. You have that for sure too. <laughs> for sure. No, I love that. And the I've listened to your episodes where you are very specific with the workouts and you explain exactly what to do. And it's like, okay, you put on this podcast for 10 minutes or 12 minutes or something. And you have gotten a workout in, it doesn't have to be a 90 minute workout to make, to check that box Yeah, off of that you worked out today. So, and there's different phases in life and different seasons where sometimes a longer workout is possible and sometimes it's not. So I love that you are sharing those. And I've listened to a couple of those. I, one of those, I played when I was on an airplane and I was like, Oh, I'm so annoyed that I can't do this right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Cause I'm also the weird person who would stand up on the plane and do some squats and (laughs) like, just get my blood flowing. Like everyone's looking and it's fine. (laughs) Pretend like they're not. That is so funny. Right. Let's try to stump each other. I'm going to propose a problem that you, the organization expert, has to solve. So here in my house, I cannot put, well, so I'm in an apartment only for four months this summer. It's a weird thing. Um, I can't put any holes in the wall because I don't have anything to fix them with when I move out. Normally I would put up hooks for like a drop zone and I would hang up just all sorts of things for the sake of organization and really utilize my vertical space. So right now, stuff is just collecting on counters. Do you have a solution, a workaround for that? Um, I can explain more if you need me to, but I think that's, you're, you're so good at what you do. I think you could probably. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Okay. So I have a couple solutions for you because A lot of people are in situations where they are renting or they can't put anything permanent or that will cause damage into a wall. So hooks are amazing. I have hooks all over my house in different places or in closets or cabinets because keeping things off of the counters or off of the floor or the table or any surface is extremely helpful and it makes you feel less cluttered. So command hooks are one thing that you can put on your walls that usually do not cause any damage. You can use those. Of course, they're not going to hold a heavy backpack or something like that, but they will work for lighter things. They'll definitely work for keys. You can put some kind of a bowl or tray or something on your counter for the smaller things, but it is the designated space where those things go. So in that basket or bowl or whatever you have decided to put. That's where things like your keys, sunglasses, wallet, any of those smaller things can go. Whatever you determine goes in there, it goes in there, but it's just a way to contain it and keep it so it's not all over the counter. Another option is to get the hooks that go over the top of the door. So you just put it on the door. You can have on the inside, the outside, there's sometimes there's double hooks. Sometimes you, you could get them in three or five across. So whatever works for the doors you have, 
and use the vertical space that way. That's not permanent. It's just something that is resting on the door and that will give you the hooks that you are looking for. Okay. Problem solved. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You'll have to let me know if you do some of that and how it works out. I know. So I have a couple command hooks, but I think an over the door rack would be super duper helpful. So yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So the problem that I have for you, you've kind of already answered this, I think, but I'll just see what you say. And I was trying to come up with a question that a lot of people I think can relate to. So for moms that have tried numerous workouts, like they've taken classes, they've done at-home programs, they've done things like in the gym or by themselves, maybe with friends, not with friends. And they've experimented with a few of the trendy diets that we all know about, maybe even purchased products or supplements, protein bars, protein shakes, any of those things or weight loss, weight loss products but they can't seem to stick to anything or find long-term solutions to weight loss and overall health and nutrition, where should they begin this journey so that these changes are long-term and doable for them as they go through the different stages of motherhood and their kids are different ages from newborn, probably up to like the tweens. Okay. Where do you start? Where do you start? And you just described Every client I've ever had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so where do you start? I like this. Honestly, I have a baby weight starter kit. That's a, literally what I call it. it. You can find it in the link in our show notes, guys, if you're listening. But it walks you through specific steps, five specific steps that I think really help you break through some of this mindset funk that you're in you're feeling like a failure you're feeling like something's wrong with you you're feeling like you can't do it because life because you have little kids because you don't have time because your house is out of control and unorganized and you're drowning in your stuff and how are you supposed to prioritize yourself if you invest one more penny in yourself your husband's gonna lose it because you tried all these things and none of them quote worked right like you're not alone it's really common we've all grown up in this era of the diet and that's what we've known and so if you are you're naughty and you're saying yes this is where I am this is my story I guess it could be summarized into two different things one you got to find your food freedom Food freedom is really going to relieve you of this dieting mindset and failure and cycling on and off diets, finding your food freedom. And so that, that's a big thing and it's not easy to just start with, but really working through that process. So it's eating real foods. It's enjoying the foods you're eating, finding the food freedom. I could go on forever about that. But then on the exercise front, it would be finding your joyful movement. So you, you laid it out. You Lauren, you said the person who's tried the workout program, she bought the, the video, she went to the gym, she tried all these things and she couldn't stick with them because she didn't enjoy them. She didn't like them enough to keep going. So we gotta, you, you know, you gotta think back to the movement you used to do when you were younger that you loved, the sport you used to play that you would show up for at 5 a.m., the team, <laughs> you know, the team thing you did. What did you love? 
And how can you make that a part of your life now? So of course you probably can't go join a softball team. You can't go, I can't go cheer like I used to and flip like I used to, but what can I find right now that's going to light me up, that's going to get me moving, that's going to make me happy, that I'm going to want to do again every day. So I call that joyful movement. So I love that. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Yes, it sure does. And I love the two things that you've like focused in on where it's the food freedom and the joyful movement and finding the joy in whatever the workout is that you have. And what, where you find joy might not be where I find joy, but just getting into that movement and finding something that we like to do is going to help us have success with this. Yes, absolutely. Well, I love your answer and we didn't stump each other, but I think that we came up with really good solutions that our listeners will find value in and benefit from. I sure hope so. I think all of this was really interesting to just see the back and forth, back and forth. Like when you're trying to find the time to make stuff happen, a lot of the tips cross over. When we're talking about how to make habits stick, the tips cross over. You, When we're talking about health in general, we've got to be aware of the full picture. It's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's also the environment you're living in, your home. Do you feel happy do you feel well when you are in your home and so then Lauren that's where you take us through this whole process and help us to fill in that piece so I think this meshes really well well and when you are in a phase of struggle of course it is hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel but it is amazing when you get through it a little bit where things really do overlap if you're not comfortable at home and you're not in an environment that feels good for you, then of course you're less likely to be motivated to work out. You don't want to clean up. You're not in a motivated state to create good systems and start implementing good habits. It really does all overlap. We're talking today about home and nutrition and exercise and overall just general systems and habits that we have in our lives to be successful with these things. But all of these things that we have shared, they overlap into work. Your partner is affected by what is happening in your house. If you are unhappy because you are not getting your workouts in, that overflows onto the people in your family and in your home. So it's kind of a domino effect that is happening with all of these things when it is in that struggle phase, but also it's a domino effect in a positive way when we start coming up with solutions and solving these problems. Maybe it is getting in the workouts or changing your what you're eating so that you're getting nutrition so that you have more energy. And maybe that's the starting point. Maybe it is decluttering and getting a handle on the physical belongings in your space. Every person has a different starting point and really identifying that that's just the beginning. And you will get to all of these things that are so important in our life for our overall well-being. But the path that we all travel on to get to that place looks a little different. We start in different places. We go on a different journey, but in the end, when we want all of these things to better our lives, we can all get there. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. It was fun chatting with you and I love doing this interview together. If you're looking for ways to connect with Kristen, you can check out the podcast description and you can find her over at the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll meet you back here next week for a Tip Tuesday episode of the Intentional Edit podcast. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Edit podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, tell your friends about it by taking a screenshot, sharing it on social, and tagging me at Intentional Edit. I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, find me at intentionaledit.com and be sure to follow Intentional Edit on social platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. To ensure you catch future episodes, click the subscribe or follow button now. I'm grateful for a five-star rating and review from you. Be sure to let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want me to cover in the future.